When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Hey, Christy. Hey, Will. How are you today? I'm really good. I'm pretty excited for today's episode. This episode was really life-changing, actually. It really kind of was. And it also just went a completely different direction than I thought it was going to go. Very inspirational. If you are looking to get into the voiceover industry, this is an episode for you to watch. You really should. Uh, let's listen to AJ Beckles and how he got here. I hear voices. AJ, we're happy to have you here. Well, thank you. And I hear voices. Yeah, by the way, we we don't really, we just kind of start. That's okay. So we should say that we're here with AJ Beckles. Hi, I'm AJ Beckles. How, how are you? <laughs> and we're talking about his, his. Uh, so unless you are EG or one of the people that kind of grew up in, in Hollywood or the California area, right. the journey that the actor takes to get here is usually a, a pretty impressive one. Yeah. And um, we found out that yours You've now been in town for oh, for like a week. A week, yeah. But You've been here a week. Already <laughs> yeah. so so known now, and you're here with us, mm -hmm. and you're doing so well. We're so happy well, for you. you. We want to be the welcome it. wagon. Thank you. Yes, guys. welcome to town. Welcome so to much. LA. I, I moved to Austin a year ago. Yeah, you're in Texas. I can <laughs> oh. welcome you to LA. So you. Why you okay, here? so well, I I had a couple babies. I moved uh -huh. over to Orange County where my in-laws were. <laughs> a couple babies. I, I, I you know they came out and uh -huh. I, I needed more space for them to run around. And then when I was in Orange County, which is beautiful by the way, and you should go check that out too. Okay. Um, it's got beautiful beaches, and you know it's a very different vibe than LA and LA's beaches. Really though, they're very different. The, the beaches in Orange County are very pristine and and a lot more like what you would think of sort of a Cali beach. There's okay. more surfing. There's more of that community there. Mm -hmm. I mean, granted, Malibu and Santa Monica have it. It's just, it's a, it's, it's just a different kind of community down there. So mm. beautiful, love it, but I needed more space. Right. <laughs> Even when there was, you know, there was, there's fires and stuff. Yeah, we, California often just randomly lights on fire. Yeah. Um, I've, I've not heard. in North Hollywood though. He's well, safe. no, that's safe. No, you're, you'll just one day start shaking. Uh, um, oh, yeah, because you're a little bit the on the fault line. Welcome in oh, the we're not yeah. the best welcome like, wagon, I don't think. Well, we're like being honest. Couples. We're being honest. You know, wouldn't you want an honest account? Mm -hmm. You'd rather have an honest oh, yeah, account absolutely. of it rather than yeah. what everyone thinks Hollywood is. I yeah. had lived here for like a month and a half before the, the Northridge quake in 94. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, that was my... And you were at the Oakwood, right? Yeah. Oh, no, that was like I was really... in Y317 at the Oakwood. The earthquake hit. By the way, none of this is going to be about voiceover. Just yeah, that's okay. Um, the, <laughs> the earthquake hit, and uh, my roommate and I had no idea what was going on. He's like, "Well, I got to wake up and go to work." And I was like, "Dude, I don't, I don't, I don't think people are going to work now. I think this is a thing. Like, I yeah. think he's like, nah, this happens every day." I was like, "I don't think this one happens every day." Yeah, you knew, even though it was, was that your yeah. first earth, earthquake? Yeah, we not many of them in Connecticut. Um, so yes, that was, that was my first, my first the quake. Is, maybe. I had a, I had an experience with an earthquake when I was literally in Orange County. Mm -hmm. Um, and my husband grew up, you know, in California. So he was very used to them. Uh, and I was back and forth from Connecticut to California a lot. And so I didn't really experience them quite often. Uh, cause I didn't live in the Valley. Well, they're not, we don't, you, it's not like I you lived have them all the, the time. I mean, it's. It was weird. I never, due, ever though. experienced them. And then I moved to Orange County and I'm walking up this staircase that I have and I literally have two babies in my arms. Mm. One's like a newborn and the other's kind of a toddler that I'm helping up the steps. Mm. And I can just see the, the chandelier at the time like starting to sway back and forth. 
And I was like, oh, God, this is California. Oh, God. Oh, Here we go. All of a sudden from Minnesota. Oh, God, I got to move to Texas. Everything's shaking. So we did it up moving to Austin. And Austin's cool, too. So, so if you're ever there, long like, story short, welcome to L.A. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me. Um, <laughs> thank you. Appreciate it. AJ's like, what did yeah, I do? What, what am I doing here? on this here? podcast. Well, we had you on for a couple of reasons but one is because there's been such so for for people that don't know aj out there he's he's obviously a voiceover actor and one mm -hmm. whose journey is just starting and kind of growing which yeah. is really awesome yeah. already worked with some people that are uh, you know crispin freeman and richard uh, uh, horvitz but also one of my favorite people in in the world and my sister uh, mary elizabeth glenn <sighs> Such a beautiful um, human being. She is. Uh, she's my 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 D and D wife mm. and my uh, sister from uh, uh, another set of parents. How so, does one become a beautiful? Literally, you're the fifth to tenth person who said really? that this woman is perfect. You want to know how you become a beautiful yeah. person by being Mary Elizabeth? Yeah, Gosh, I gotta meet she's, this woman. Uh, she's the uh, only way. Actually, caring <laughs> and loving and a, just a, a beautiful, that. but a perfect yeah. way to say it. Beautiful I love person. That. Um, and has been a good friend of mine for a long time, but. Not only are you starting your career, but you are uh, really up, if you don't mind me saying, up and coming in something that is exploding right now, mm -hmm. which is anime. Yes. Now, is that something you set out to do, <laughs> anime? Or is it all of a sudden like, well, I'm just doing everything anime? Well, no. Um, my goal is to do voiceover. Um, okay. My, I have a love for anime. Naruto uh, was something that I grew up on. And it was the reason, like when I was a kid, I was adopted. So I didn't have parents or anything like that that I was really connected to. And Naruto is a story about an orphan child who grows up to be bigger than an orphan child, right? He, yeah. he pretty much sure. becomes the president of his city, right? And that gave me a lot of hope. And so I've always loved anime as a art, and just, I was like, I want to be a part of it. But it's also one of those things, uh, I guess, in terms of career-wise right now, where it's like, if you're in a lot of good, popular anime, it's a great way to get recognition uh, in the and general fans. voice. And exactly. it's fans. It's huge. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. I mean, I've seen people go from 8,000 followers to 20,000 followers in two days. And, yeah. you know, because of Well, the lines at conventions, too, we notice. We'll walk in and we'll see well-known on-camera actors that have kind of decent lines and right. then we'll be like, who's that with the four-mile line? Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's a big anime person. Like, yeah. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. You know, get Chris Sabat or, or, mm -hmm. or uh, Shimo, any of these guys, uh, men and women that are there. Uh, uh, Miley, you know, we had Miley from, from Naruto we were talking about who's a yeah. good friend of ours. And it's, you're just kind of like, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. She thought it, now, one of the things we talked about with her was she thought that a lot of it had to do with the pandemic because everybody can binge. And you think that's what it is? Because a lot of these, a lot of these anime shows, there's hundreds of episodes of these yeah, shows. Yeah, not. I don't believe so. I think that's part of it, right? Um, I think a, a, a big reason though is just because it's so accessible now. Different streaming services are picking up different anime left, right, and center. Back in the day, the shows like Naruto and Dragon Ball Z and other shows like that have. I mean, One Piece is the most popular anime in Japan and the world in general, I think it's sold more copies comic wise than like Batman or it's like really close. Uh -huh. One Piece? Yeah, One Piece. Um, it's called One Piece, the anime. It's called One Piece, it's about a pirate <laughs> wanting to become the greatest pirate. Um, and there's like a thousand episodes. Uh, there's more than a thousand chapters of this comic. So that, those stuff have a lot. Nowadays, there's tends to be seasons. So there's a, a, a spring, summer, fall, winter season, and they'll have 12 to 24 episodes. And you watch those 12, and then you wait until you uh, hear another season's announced. And then... So it's not like a typical American no. season. It's a different kind of yeah. season. It's literally like winter. That's cool. Yeah. You like seasons. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like, do. I, like I am a, I'm a fan of different seasons. I absolutely am. It's just so funny, though, how actors hear seasons and they're like, well, I'm on my fifth season. It's like, no, I meant fall. Like, oh, yeah. oh, sorry. You mean season. Oh, you're season. that booked You mean season. Yeah. So were, were you then, before you got into all this stuff, were you, were you a big, I mean, you might, you wanted to come out here and do any type of animation. You loved animation, but uh, were you a big fan of anime? Of, yeah. Not just Naruto, but I mean, some of the oh, more obscure stuff anime. was kind of like yeah. your jam the whole time. My original dream was to be a, a, a mangaka or somebody that draws anime. Sure. Um, Do you draw as well? I did. And then I gave up because I was like, I don't want to learn anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's gross. Nice. Um, but that was my original dream. And I decided I wanted to do that when I was like you know, 12. Mm -hmm. um, it just, 
just one thing led to another, led to another, and eventually I discovered voice acting. But how? Always... But how did you discover voice acting? Oh, Good question. It's yeah, a, that's... it's a it's a. Do you want the Spark Notes version? Or no, do you want we the... want no. it all. We want, the, we want the version that's an hour and thirty minutes long. Okay. We the want point. the version that's going to inspire <laughs> yes. people out there to. Because to again, you you started drawing, voice. and then you said, "I want to be a voice actor," and you you've lived out here a week. Yeah, and you've done a whole bunch of stuff. So yeah. this is your perfect guest on the show so because weird. you are kind of the, the the people that you know everybody watching and listening that that says how do i become a voice actor what path do i take how do i do which we get all the time yeah well all there's the a pretty yeah. great example of how to do it um so how i discovered voice acting i didn't have any acting experience at all i don't have any theater on camera or any kind of experience i strictly learned how to act from watching youtube videos and interesting uh, stuff like that. wow well, yeah. who, whose youtube videos did you learn I just, to act i just from? went down the rabbit hole what does emphasis mean what does intonation mean uh who's this my favorite actors what how what should i be looking for when i'm watching a movie wow. uh so that sort of stuff and i just taught myself you That's might be amazing. right christy this this computer thing might be here to stay <laughs> <laughs> the more I'm hearing about this YouTube's and all the stuff that's on the internet YouTube... machine, I think you're right. This might be a thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I think know. that YouTube is great. I, I think YouTube. it is. Do I you think... mind me asking how old you are? I'm 23. I'm turning 24 in May. Wow. Okay. So yeah. you're you really just... and he that's an old soul, too. But that's how everybody oh, learns you. the stuff now, right, is you go to YouTube. Yeah. Well, when you think about it, if you're somebody, you know... So he was in Worcester, and, like, I just happened... You and I just happened to live... A train ride away, but I mean that's a little bit farther to get into New York City and do a voiceover. Yeah, but you could probably get do gigs in Boston, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. So, so what had happened was I, Nart. I mean, I already talked about how anime meant so much to sure. me. Sure. Yeah. So that leads me to eventually, I guess, kind of. I mean, I enjoyed it as a thing that I watched. It was an entertainment source, uh, along with cartoons, like you know. Impossible. Hey. Uh, you didn't have to say that. Uh, no, but I did. Uh, <laughs> you must have watched the reruns, though. Oh, no. I mean, I was, when I was a kid, I, I loved Impossible. I was like, oh, Ron, you better, you better make this work. I'm doing my best. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Impossible, SpongeBob, those sorts of things, you know, all very important to me as a child because, you know, not to get dark, but like I, I didn't really know what family was for a long time. So that's well, and why I, I will escaped. say that Disney really did make it a point to make people feel like they're f they had a family in the program. Yeah, they they did. That's why originally it was called ABC Family, and that mm -hmm. one of the pillars of their content was that. You know, family was not necessarily the family that you had around you. Sure, but you don't have, be be don't have to be blood to be family. Was kind no, of right. it was a yeah. community. That's you very know. true. Thank you. Sorry, I did not mean to no, interrupt not, you. Anyway. No problem at all. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like uh, that was my whole vibe. Um, and then I decided I want to be a basketball player because I liked sports a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and then I didn't grow any taller than five seven. <laughs> 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 so I was like, well, I'm good at this, but I don't know if I can block LeBron James yet. So I gave up on that and. And so around, like I said, 12 or so, I wanted to uh, art. Okay. Um, so that's what I did for a long time. And, and the one thing I, I tell people is like, especially about voiceover, but in any creative field is like the second you stop loving it, you don't have to force yourself to keep doing it. Yeah. I liked art. I still do. But I got to a point when I was like around 15 or 16 or so where I was like, I don't know if I could like work a job and have somebody tell me we need this many character designs and sure. by tomorrow. And I feel like that would take the joy out of it for me. And I also didn't want to learn anatomy. So I was like, mm, I'm good. I feel like there's more passionate people out there that will probably want to do this and sure. do it better than me. Um, my grandmother had dementia and I'd been taking care of helping take care of her since I was like 13 Jeez. or so up until 17 when she passed. So I didn't really have time for a lot of extracurriculars outside of nothing actually. Right. <laughs> so um, yeah, so that I wasn't able to do a lot. So even if I wanted to act, which I, I didn't because I didn't really have an interest in it, I, I wouldn't have been able to because I was just didn't have the time to devote to that. Oh, I see. Uh, after okay. school sure. or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, around 16, 17, I was like, I don't know what to do. And my mom was like, you got to go to college. I don't want you to be homeless. <laughs> and I was like, that's fair, mother. <laughs> uh, but I don't know what to do. And it was right around my junior year of high school. My, I'm sitting outside of my cousin's house, uh, and I am just I don't know, outside enjoying the sun. Uh, and he comes out, and he's like, hey, you ever hear of this voiceover thing? And I was like, no, what's that? And he was like, well, it's really easy. You make lots of money, and all you have to do is read. And I was like, what? 
that sounds cool. Wow. <laughs> it's not like that at all. No, it's not like that. Not like that. No. <laughs> but he's like, it's easy. You know, I know a guy and he's, you know, you can test it out and see. And I think normally I would have been like, no. Um, normally. Yeah. What brought him to you? Did you, did yeah, you, well, you have voices yeah, that you exactly. did or was it um, part of your... I don't know. If, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I don't know why he asked me. He, okay. But I, I was always an extroverted kid. Okay. I am recently thinking that I might have ADHD. So I was like, I'm just all over the wall all the time. Okay. You've come you to know. the right place. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, we so. will have seven conversations <laughs> yeah, at once. And, yeah, we don't ever stay on topic. No, and that's okay. <laughs> but, you know, I was all over the wall. I was a class clown. Um, uh, I was always a good reader because I got in trouble a lot when I was a kid because I lied all the time. Mm -hmm. That was like my big thing. And uh, I got grounded often. And when I was grounded, I wasn't allowed to watch TV or anything like that, I mm -hmm. had to read. So I was reading at like a sixth or seventh grade reading level in like third grade. Uh, what I was, were you reading? Uh, oh, just chapter books upon chapter books. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, just nothing Nothing I can think of where I'm like off the top of my head because I don't. But you didn't have like a nerddom. It wasn't like I read only fantasy books. No. Or I read only graphic novels or I, I read only no. comic books. Okay. I had whatever was in the house. Okay. Uh, and so I don't really <laughs> like reading. <laughs> wow, <laughs> really? really? Part of the top. Yeah, no, I don't like reading at all. Especially because it's associated with punishment. Yeah, so, that's maybe. Trauma. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Yeah, but it's Pavlovian um, at this yeah. point. Um, but I was good at reading and I was an extrovert and everything like that. And so that's kind of, I guess it lent itself to maybe him asking me. But I tried it out and I was good at it. Okay. And I always I always tell, again, my, my friends the, and, and everything like that, it's like, hey, like if you have someone in your life, especially like a younger brother or something like that, if they're good at something, tell them that they're good at it. Even if it's like not crazy like picasso you know tell them they're good at it because it just when you're good at something you just want to keep doing it now i'm curious you say you tried it out what does that mean how, oh how so i so this guy <laughs> this random guy I, I he he had this uh, angel basically yeah, yeah. Kind of flew up and was like um he he was like yeah i've worked in the radio and i have no idea he could have been a scammer i'm not even gonna lie but yeah. he was like i've worked in the radio and stuff like that and um you know i have this microphone and i'm gonna give you some copy and you can read and you can have fun and i was like okay cool um so i got in and i did it and i was like whoa this is cool what did you what did you like about it do you think what was the initial I I have anxiety. Me too. And if I wanted to do on camera or anything like well, I had never thought about acting, first of all, let me put that out there. I mean, I've said it before, but I never thought about acting. And I was like, whoa, I cold reading isn't hard for me because again, I, I was a good reader. Whoa, I'm not afraid to be myself. Um, behind the mic. Behind the mic. Nobody's sure. watching me. Sure. He's listening, but like nobody's watching me. I'm just here. I'm, I was weird anyway. I was called weird all the time growing up. And I was like, this, I can just be weird and it's okay and it's cool. And that's kind of something that I instantly like connected with. That's great. Yeah. And so basically your, your advice is wait for a random voiceover stranger. Yes. Wait for a random To come up to you stranger. and say, hey, you know what you should try? Voiceover. Voiceover. <laughs> and then you'll be enlightened. <laughs> then it'll just happen. Yeah. You, now, what, say, so you met Random Voiceover Man. Yes. Um, who, who kind of pointed you on your path. Mm -hmm. Did you instantly know you wanted to do animation or did you think you were going to you wanted to do commercials or did you just not care at that point? Animation was my goal, but I'm I even I was young, but I was like research 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 once i like something i get obsessed with it sure video games uh like a part of me is like and i think what has helped lend me to get better uh quickly is because i'm okay with doing something for hours at a time if i like it and i don't get bored uh, i would play a game called league of legends sure all the time sure. <laughs> you know when sure. i was younger and hours right hours hours, hours. and i would tell my friends and, and league is, is one of those games where like you tell your friends that you want to you know that they should play it too but it's 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 like chess almost um except like you can chat and talk to the other team and call them names and stuff like Jeez. that so it, not everybody likes it sure um but for me you know and it's hard it's hard to to get good at okay um but i like that challenge so you know i would sit down and be like hey if you just do this one like menial task for four hours every single day for the next month like you'll be good too and everybody's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's not that hard. You just do it. So that's just me. So when I found out that I liked doing voiceover, I wasn't amazing, but I got obsessed with it. And I went on sure. YouTube and I looked up everything that I could about acting go. and voice acting and what I wanted to, what I wanted to do, uh, which was anime and character work. But then I was like, oh, well, what are, there's other parts. There's commercial too and yeah. stuff like that. What makes the most money? Commercial. Well, if I'm going to 
you know, do this for the rest of my life. Apparently, character doesn't make that much money, so I'll get good at commercials. So I practiced commercial, even though I know I didn't want to do it, but I was like, I have to pay bills. Um, So I just, that's kind of how I got into it. And then I started auditioning online on, uh, there's a website called Casting Call Club, but I originally started on on a website called Behind the Voice Actors. Um, which is a database where I don't know who runs it, but it's a database where they take, you know, you guys are probably on there. We are. Um, Yeah. 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 You get That's where like behind the voice actors does all like they do the awards at the end of the year too, Mm -hmm. like best ensemble cast and best actor and all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, There's some cool stuff, but I didn't know you could actually audition through that. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that, but um, you could have back then very recently within the last couple months, they, uh, got rid of that section because I don't think many people were using it, but I didn't know there was any other avenue. Um, so I used that. And after all of my research, I started getting cast, you know, just for like fan projects or like little indie projects that like high schoolers or maybe college kids were making and you just having fun on. But I was like, I'm so good. I am <laughs> the best. I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> well, I was like, I'm getting cast all the time. And they say that like, if you cast off, if you get cast often, like you're good. And I was like, I'm good. Um, so then I started uh, auditioning on Casting Call Club. Um, which is another pretty much version of that, except the entire site is geared towards auditioning for fan projects, fan dubs, where people will um, uh, take, you know, licensed shows. It's not exactly legal, but (laughs) but people will take licensed shows, strip out all of the voiceover from the Japanese or whatever, and we'll make it funny. Like, we'll write whatever we want, and we'll record and we'll have fun and that sort of thing. So I auditioned for those. And then I found a community called Voice Acting Club, which is pretty much all of that, but 10 times more. I think right now there's like 30,000 members or maybe less uh, professionals or otherwise new people. Um, And there's a whole bunch of categories and stuff that you can, it's like like a forum pretty much. Um, And I found that and that's where I found people like me and I could ask questions and stuff. And that's kind of how I got into it. Uh, Professionally, it took a while. Yeah, it's it took a very long not, time. Not an easy club to get into. Yeah. But then once you're in, you're in. Once you're in, you're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the cool thing. Yeah, but wait, we can't jump because there's. it took a while. Mm-hmm. What was the thing that broke you into the into the mainstream industry? Two things, actually. And I'll, and I'll, and I'll get to those. Okay. Um, but so what happened was uh, Massachusetts <laughs> and not okay. being in a situation where I could move i was in college mm-hmm. at that at this time now uh, it's been about like let's say if i found voiceover when i was 17 i think in college uh, i didn't drop out until my junior year i think i was 20 at okay. the time so a couple years but i was doing it kind of as a hobby i wasn't doing it all the time and i had first started college doing communications for the first two years because i was like what's the degree that everybody tries to get when they don't know what they're doing and it's and, communication. and and there's it's communication sure, exactly. yeah, <laughs> you exactly. know because yeah. you can branch into other things it's not a worthless degree i i feel like communications is like in every degree you yeah, know what i mean like is. if you want the experience of going to college and your parents really want you to go to so mm-hmm. it's like you know some people people are quick to either condemn college Mm-hmm. And be like, don't go, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just join a country club or something, right. which by the way is a super privileged point of view. But mm-hmm. like, like, but people have seen, I've seen it on TikTok where people are like, you should just throw that money into a country club thing and you'll meet the right people. And it's like, there's no is that rhyme a thing or thing. Yeah. That's a real thing. People are saying yeah. online, have you seen this? Mm-hmm. Is okay. it ironic? Like, like no, they're just no, saying they're you're legit. throwing your money away no, from college because they want you to go. So you, they you just want to explain want you to, to, marry to, to, the, to well, the man here? Well, it's pretty much just like, hey, like instead of going to college, take that same money that you would spend on college and get it put it into a country club. You get way more out of it. You make connections, you'll network, and with people sort of who thing. are already because with college, when you go, all those people are going to go a million different roads, and then mm-hmm. eventually, in ten to fifteen years. Be at well, the level of yeah. Four year colleges are are not what they used to be, nor are they necessary anymore. And a two year college where you can actually focus what you want to do is probably better. But I think that was that what yours was a two year college? Important. No. Okay. College. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. More important than just putting your money in a country club. It's yeah. a. I think it's a a out of the box, not really yeah. thought out concept. No, it's a new age. <laughs> That's not thought out. To not go to college, but to take the same amount of money and go to a country club. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like it's Come perfectly on. planned. Are you serious? <laughs> I think. Wow. I, I don't know. What do you make of it? Well, I think that's dumb. I I, I don't know. I I think uh, college 
can be necessary and it can it depends sure it depends today, on what you want to do it depends on what you want to exactly. do if you want to be a voice actor or an actor and you have the money and you were like i'm gonna go to unless it's like a really crazy good theater school like i feel like you just take workshops or you know sure. take, right. take an intensive with a sure, someone absolutely. that you really trust i feel like there's right. other avenues yeah there's ways to um, study your craft but a country going club, to a country club and hoping that you meet somebody. Yeah, yeah which is, know. that is... Well, the other thing, <laughs> too, is it's like... It's so funny that all these trends you're talking about on TikTok, uh, a lot of them seem foolish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird. Are you so on TikTok? I love, I'm obsessed with TikTok. Oh, it's, another it's one. It's bad. It's slow not good. Slow clap. Slow not, clap for Is that it. a TikTok thing, the slow clap? No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> Should we start that? The TikTok <laughs> challenge. You got to slow Will clap while throwing Yo. your money away. Yeah. Yo, poor Will's going to wake up in the, the weeks to come from our filming of all of this. Mm -hmm. He's going to be like, TikTok. He's just going to like, in the middle of the night. bet? What is PTSD. a chance? Yeah, no. Not <laughs> a chance is that ever going to happen. No, uh, again, a four-year college is not what it used to be. You do sometimes come out qualified for absolutely nothing, carrying a large amount of debt, mm -hmm. which is why a two-year school that can focus what you want to do, mm -hmm. um, where you learn a trade, something mm -hmm. like that, yeah, it's hugely school. important. And then you come out and you, uh, plumbers. It's more like an apprenticeship. And, sure, into, but it's also, you know, uh, yeah. electricians, plumbers, I mean, people that are making a ton of money are oh, yeah. focused at what they do, and are they massively in demand. They're always needed. Yeah. Um, so this idea that where it's like, you know, I've, I've spent several hundred thousand dollars, I'm $90,000 in debt, and I'm going to move back in with my parents because I'm actually qualified to do nothing for a lot of people that's not a good thing for some people yeah. you want to move on you want to be some sort of other professional you you want to be a teacher you want to be mm -hmm. something like that i get it but yeah. but you don't regret those two years right or do you kind of feel like maybe you could have just jumped to where you are now i don't regret it not because of the schooling because mm -hmm. uh, i feel like college um again i was taking communications but um i eventually switched because i was like i wanted to be an actor Okay. Let me just do join the theater. Like I don't sure. whatever. I'll yeah. join the theater and see if I like think I I like that more. I don't know sure. because my again my grandmother had passed. My younger brothers who um, I haven't mentioned yet, but one of them's autistic and the other one has ADHD and you know stuff like that. But they were getting older, yeah. So I didn't feel like I needed to be in the, the burden house. wasn't on you as exactly. much anymore. Yeah. So I was like, uh, let me try this theater thing out and see if I like it. Um, and I did it for a year in Worcester State. Uh, I love you, but also um, it didn't. It doesn't have the best theater program at all. Um, so I, I took it, and then I was like, I feel like I learn more from YouTube than I am taking this. Wow, this really? Course. Yeah, okay. because it's just I was like, I'm not. I'm not learning anything. I'm not learning any script analysis. There really was no acting class um, to get your degree. You had a because I didn't have enough people to um do like do set design mm. you had to do like 40 hours of unpaid labor to pass the course and i was like um this is stupid wow. now were you was this during covid no this is so before. so then were you performing in front of people at least i mean were you no you, you weren't it was a theater program where you weren't performing no you weren't it was any small. sort of script breakdown it, or not nothing I don't even know if I would call it a theater program. Like I took an improv class. Okay, which is hugely important, especially yeah. when it comes to being a voiceover actor. Hugely yeah, important. and which which was fun. Yeah, you know, yeah. I like yeah. that a lot. But um, other than that, like there was one acting class. Um, Do you think you'll end up taking an acting class here? Yes, I probably will. Okay, be, be weary. That's a great idea. Be yeah, weary. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we can we can give you some. Yeah, you're here. Yeah, be weary, but also be you know proactive. Yeah, because it's yeah. you know one of the things that we've for all the guests we've had come on here and we've had directors we've had now some you know eric bowser who's the best in the world uh -huh. um he had a nice smile uh, <laughs> you know like, ar yeah. arguably the best in the world um and was an artist and all that kind of stuff they all say the same thing where it's like everybody thinks they can just come out here and be a voice actor and they forget because they can do funny voices and yeah they forget that the acting is the most important part yes and eric said that was his problem when he started was he said i could do a whole bunch of funny voices but i and wasn't draw. that great an actor and draw yeah. but i wasn't that great an actor he just drew that um yeah, that's Marvin the Martian. I hate people that are talented. But you can draw too. <laughs> so you, you hate can yourself draw too. Here, Eric just did that an oh, hour that's ago. that's so freaking cool. Yeah, he did it while doing the voice. Oh my of course. God. Really? Yeah, of course. Wow. Of course. That's amazing. So that's, uh, yeah, but it's <laughs> that's what they've all said is that everybody's like, you know, make sure that you, you're you're acting because that's yeah. the most important part is, yeah. is being an actor. Um, um, God, so strange that to hear about that that acting program where you're not because I, I figured know. it was like well at least you know maybe you're not you're not learning what you can but you're getting uh, experience acting in front of other people so you that can kind of get over that shyness you were talking about and well, you're kind of 
thrown into the mix of a little bit. Let me preference it by saying that uh, some of that is on me because I still had my anxiety and my stuff like sure. that. Me I could too. have auditioned. There was, I think, two plays that were happening while I was there. Um, I just didn't. I didn't okay. Because I wasn't at the point where I was comfortable enough with that. Because sure. I was expecting, I was like, oh, acting. I can just get comfortable in the acting classes, and then I can, you know, when I'm ready for that. But uh, I never stayed long enough for it to. But I also didn't learn anything or get in a position where I was like performing even in front of my own classmates or anything right. like that. It just didn't happen. You are got a, an amazing journey, really, because you're here now, doing mm -hmm. so well, and you're going to do big things, and you already have such a great community around you, that mm -hmm. family, you know, that it's here for you. Mm -hmm. And like, you're finding all of that, and that's all kind of happening. But in listening to your journey, it's really beautiful, and it's cool that you, there was something in you kind of like guiding you. There was something in your mind, yeah. like, because you're like, this is not enough. This is not enough. I'm going to mm -hmm. go back to YouTube. I'm going to go, I'm going to do the work, the yeah. best way that I can yeah. with the resources that I have. Yeah. And you kept going back to that mm -hmm. and you kept educating yourself to the best of your ability. Yeah. And you did, I mean, she didn't really need the classes in no, well, I mean, again, not, Yeah, not, not everybody does, or at least if you're not getting the, the, the stuff that you need from right. it. But did you get, it's Takamichi, right? Mm -hmm. Did you book that role back there? No, so wait, yes, but I was gonna say you've lived here a week. So yeah, I, mean, I did. Um, <clears throat> sorry, no. Oh, no problem. Did you, would you like your water? Yes, yeah. Please. Cheers. Next, yeah. your instrument. With my, uh... you're not supposed to cheers with water. No, you can cheers with water. You can't toast with water. That's mm. what, that's what it is. Pretty much what had happened was I, uh, I got to the point you know, because of my adoption, I could go to any state school kind of for free. Okay. On top of the Pell Grant and other stuff like that, so I hadn't spent any money. I'm, I will be the first to mention that even though like I didn't have the money to do things and I didn't get the opportunity to do things, I was still very privileged. Okay. Um. So I didn't have to pay for college. So when it came to the point where I was like depressed enough and I was like I don't want to do this uh, thing enough, I talked to my mother and I was like, Hey, we haven't really spent any money on college. I will take a year off, which every dropout says. I'll take of a course, year off, of and course. then you know, uh, a gap year. I'll go back. Yeah, <laughs> um, I still say I'm going to go back. Yeah. So the beginning of 2019, I got a booth. Um, I got a booth because I was like, oh, I wanted to be professional, and I luckily I had the money and everything like that. I which went on like a Facebook marketplace, and I was like, booth, 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 booth. Okay. and I eventually found one in Brooklyn. So me and my cousin rented a U-Haul. Drove down to Brooklyn, broke it down at the guy's house, drove it back to Massachusetts, and set it up. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I uh, got that. I had like a Neumann. I had you know a whole bunch of other stuff that I saved money for and and bought and got. But there was no work. Uh, so for about like ooh, real work, like yeah, you there was could no do the fan stuff, but you wanted to I make wanted that leap. Sure. I was kind of at the point where I was like, I know I'm good enough to. I I I hear what is being put out into the world, and I feel like I am on that same level yeah. and not in a cocky way but just like no, being self-observant be an actor has to have confidence you, yeah. have, you have to walk in and know that you're better than the guy next to you, yeah. Absolutely. Or, you, you, you or, or you're never gonna work you have yeah. to stand up and claim for yourself and if you're putting all that work in over all those years and you have that passion then yeah and yeah. the way industry works especially it's like it's really not about well you want to make sure you're good obviously sure but if you if nobody knows who you are, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah, matter. You're yeah. just a voice in a box. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You could be the best guy in your room. Yep. And it doesn't but, really matter. But you didn't feel like any of your like anxiety and stuff that that was holding you back or anything, no. right? If anything, it was motivating you. Yeah. Or? No, I'm kind of impatient. Mm -hmm. So I, I I got all the stuff. This is why I got everything so quickly. Everybody's like, don't buy that equipment yet. And I was like, I, I'm good enough to have the equipment. It'll pay for itself. I don't care. So I got the equipment. And then I, I I was still doing the work. I was still like practicing. At this point, I started to take voiceover like workshops and stuff. So with anybody we'd know, uh, Mary Elizabeth, okay, and and, and Richard and Crispin and okay. um, a whole bunch of other people. You do Steve Bloom. You do do, do, do Bradley Baker stuff. Uh, not D Bradley Baker okay. either. Um, just because those classes are so hard to get into. Okay, <laughs> Everybody's like. I'm sure Talking the folks at CSD could make a call. Or I think sure. I think also Mary would help you out with her husband Steve. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that. So I was I was kind of like in this space where I was like, ah oh, man, nobody like, <laughs> you yeah. know, nobody's They're paying really attention. Married, so I was like, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And I got on Twitter and I was like, well, let me just be around my community. Okay. If the, you know, let me get involved in my community. Let me uplift other people, you know? Let me, like, get involved because of All nobody, social media. Social media. Um, so. Wow. 
the end of 2019 happened. Oh, I don't think anything big happened at the end of 2019. I think I got a couple of regional agents just by cold emailing, but like okay. I wasn't getting consistent work from them, like maybe a, an audition or two. Sure. Um, so it wasn't anything where I was like, oh, I can write home about this. Um, because the rule book said you don't want to reach out to a national agency until you have resume and all this other stuff. And I was like, well, the rules say, so I didn't do anything. Okay. So <clears throat> 2020 happens. And we uh, all know what happens in 2020. Uh, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but around then, March of 2020, uh, was when everything happened, like the shutdown and everything like yeah. that. But slightly before that, I had worked on a project. And this is where I met my girlfriend, actually. I'd worked on a project called a podcast. And I like doing audio dramas because they're more serious sure. than to be. Um, I didn't like doing the funny stuff. I kind of vibed more with on-camera styles of grounded acting. Okay. Um, so I was like, that's what I like to do. And on, you know. More Batman in the animated series than Looney Tunes. Yeah. Gotcha. Exactly. So I, that's what I was doing. I was working on a project called Kalila Stormfire Economical Magic Services. Right? <laughs> it was really it's cool. a five dollar handle right there. <laughs> yeah, um, and I was on that project uh, with my eventual girlfriend Anaris, uh, Anaris Quinones, who is also a CSC. So the audio engineer on that project happened to be the head of the audio department for DN Audio, which is an audiobook like producer. Mm -hmm. um, and they have a whole bunch of whole like I looked them up. They have big list of I think uh, Debbie Dairy Baby is that her last name I don't remember but uh, she plays uh, Jimmy from Jimmy Neutron and everything oh like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and she you know she was on there so I was like okay this is legit and I got on that and I got offered an audition for a book called um, A Song of Wraiths and Ruin I, I did the audition and I and I got that it was my first audiobook you know I audition. do. I, audiobooks are awesome yeah audiobooks I, are fantastic do you did you enjoy that experience I did I was scared it okay. was, I was very scared. Yeah. Um, but I did enjoy the experience. Yeah. Um, and you, you used in your booth. It was my first time ever doing a professional. Oh my gosh! Gig. You did it for yourself. You did. You produce. You produced your no. own audiobook, or you were in this. No, you must have recorded yeah. from your booth, though. Right? I recorded from my yeah. booth because everything yes. shut down. They wanted to get me into a studio. They're like, if you're comfortable, I was like, no. Yeah, I have two right people with comorbidity with problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> family and take two. <laughs> yeah. Um. And uh, I was like, I don't feel comfortable going into a studio. Sure. And they were like, okay, yes. fine. Well, do you have, send us a sample and my sample was good. And it was a, kind of around the time when every voice actor was like struggling to find a booth and get sure. all that wow. stuff. And I had already bought it a year prior. So Smart. I was fine. Nice. Um, and I had Source Connect and I had everything that I needed because I just started Ahead paying for it. Ahead of the game it. already. Yeah. Amazing. I started paying for it because I was like, I if, if I ever need it, I don't want to be able to, I don't want to say no sure. uh, to a project. Again, you were like called to doing this. Yeah. You know what I mean? All like because it was kind of, of strange, crazy, random strange, voiceover man. We still, we still don't even know who that is. <laughs> no. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so I, I did that book and, um, it was like around, I think spring ish, mm -hmm. um, when I, and it was really hot and I remember like sweating profusely and like almost in your passing out cause I was so nervous. In your, um, in your in booth. In my booth. Yeah. Cause it was really hot. And, and you were nervous as you were recording it? I was extremely nervous. Whenever I do something, I found whenever I do something for the first time, uh, I've only recently recorded in the studio for the first time. Okay. And I was like, I'm nervous when I sure. read my audiobook, I'm nervous. My first callback, nervous. Sure. But after that, I'm fine. Yeah. But I was very, very nervous um, for and this. And that's like a long like amount of time to be nervous. Yeah, we had to do it. was Audiobooks. three days yeah. um, every day, and it was eight hours. Yeah, um, yeah they're long records. Yeah. I, I, I recently, I was doing a lot of audiobooks. I haven't been doing a lot of VO work mm -hmm. and animation and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I took to doing a lot of audiobooks mm -hmm. as I was sort of, I was pregnant and I'm moving around. Yeah. Um, and it was really, it's it's a really different experience um, in terms yeah. of it being a part of the the industry of, of voice yeah. work. Have you done um, any kind of an audiobook? Before? I have, I have. I did some of the chicken soup stuff and really? uh, no. yeah, stuff back in the day. So I read yeah, those. I did. They were they were cool. <laughs> there was always be like a quote from one of us or something in the front, and then that's we'd so read cool. a bunch of the stories and things like that. Yeah, the that's audiobook cool. world is again the 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 thing that's very cool about uh, the voiceover industry, and we've talked about this before. Is mm -hmm. there's worlds of built into worlds, built into worlds, built into worlds. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So you'll get commercial actors, you'll get books on tape. The, the new big thing now, which I'm, I'm, we've just done, is there's, um, they're starting to do um, basically their audio movies. Um, oh. So we're doing uh, one right now. They just released the first section of it of, based on a um, 70s and 80s uh, graphic novels called Elf Quest, which were cool. That's and there so were like cool. 20 actors we all 
went in and then they take it and they do it just like a regular like with foley and everything foley, full yeah. on foley yep. battle what? scenes with yep. horses that's... and you hear the blood and it's yeah. really really cool and that's so, not the same thing as an audio I was drama say, it's almost the, like an audio it, drama it is like an audio drama it's just a little more in depth with the way that they're recording and Got multiple it. ca it's not you know it's it's 20 30 people from a cast and yeah, it's, yeah. It, it can get very and it was an ensemble record yeah, it, was full, it was but it was a remote ensemble it was my first ever oh, remote ensemble record wow. so there was all of us it, it, we we were, we were synced up through multiple booths literally around the country. Two yeah. people were in Vegas. I was in LA. Two people were in New York. But we were all recording at the same time, so they had to sync us all together. Wow. Um, but it was... So, I mean, there's... You know, then there's an, then there's animation. Then there's... It, within animation, then there's the, you know, the anime and, mm -hmm. and right. voice dubbing, which is an entirely different thing. So mm -hmm. it's... It, everybody thinks it's like, I'm a voiceover actor. I'm in the world. It's like, well, you're in one of the worlds, which is in a world, which is in a world, which is in a world. It's the Russian yeah. doll. Yeah. Um, so true. yeah, it's uh, it was very very cool. But the I, I'm still so you're you're in there. You're recording your audiobook. Mm -hmm. You're loving it. Mm -hmm. Where do you get from there to then essentially you're starring in Tokyo Revengers? Okay, so I I did the audiobook. Now it goes back to what I was saying. There's two things. One, the pandemic. Right. Without the pandemic, none of this is possible because beforehand they were like, you got to be in LA. You got to be in Texas. We can't record you remotely. They're a little bit more closed minded. Yeah. Unless yeah. you're, you know, Steve Bloom or you're it's somebody the else. Politics is local. Yeah. 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 Not mm -hmm. anymore. Yeah. There were so many. And everybody was like, it's impossible. Like, we can't do it. And I was like, I know it's possible because you do it all the time for yeah. specific people. Yeah. But, you know, I can't do anything. But the pandemic made it possible. And the Floyd protests, because there was this uh, trend on Twitter, whenever, when the Floyd protests happened, um, black creatives of all kinds, writers, authors, actors, voice actors, were getting boosted. They were like, look at these people's work. They deserve to be seen, look yeah. at them. Now I had done a song of Race and Ruin. I announced I had done a song of Race and Ruin and I didn't really have any followers. I think I had like a thousand maybe. And everybody was like, really excited I had like 500 likes which isn't huge but because people were so actively looking mm. at poc i had people in the industry looking i was like oh well can you send me your demo let's see oh yeah okay uh and but I you had, were set up for that in terms of yeah ready to go and even. because of the audio dramas i had done i had worked with an engineer that was like you're amazing can you help me with making a demo i wrote my own demos because i was a decent writer and I was like, I think I know my voice better than a trust random person. Sure. Um, but I don't know how to engineer. Can you help me? And he's, again, amazing. Now he's like working with video game companies and stuff like that. But back then he wasn't. And he did my demo. So I had like a really solid, really professional sounding demo that I was giving to people. And that got me in anime studios and stuff like that. But not enough to get me work. But enough to where people were listening. They were sure. like, oh, who's this AJ guy? Yeah. You know? Um, also... Anaris, um, who is now my girlfriend, but back then was my friend, had booked anime as well. And she booked uh, a very two big characters, one big character on a show called Pokemon and another mm -hmm. big character on a what show, show Pokemon. What is it? Uh, it's this show, Pocket Monsters. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't understand. Uh, so she booked that and it was like a short and that got like 30,000 likes when she announced that. And then she booked a, a, a character named Miriko on uh, a show called My Hero Academia, mm -hmm. which is probably the bigger, Huge. biggest show right yeah. now. Yep. Um, Huge and show. everybody loves Mirako. Another 30,000 likes. She blew up. Another friend of mine now, Zeno Robinson, uh, he announced a character named Hawks, who's probably the most popular non-main character of that show. Mm -hmm. He blew up. Um, and now where are you guys? Are you in Mass? Still? So what do you mean? Are you Where are you living right now? Oh, I'm in Massachusetts. Yeah. So, wow. So and I'm she's just, in Mass too. And, so no, she's no. in Florida. Okay. okay. Yeah, she's in Florida. So I start to interact with them, not because I'm like, oh, like I need to use these people, but more so because I was like, I have never seen black people in anime in major roles like this before. And you guys, well, one of them is my friend. The other one, I was like, whoa, I, cause my, my number one thing when I decided to be a voice actor was like, if you look up voice actors um, and you would see like, when you look up like voices of Tara Strong or something like yeah, that, yeah, sure. right? You see a whole, like in the thumbnail, like walls and walls of characters of different races, monsters, sure. everything. But when you look up black voice actors, you only see black characters or monsters. And I was like, I wanna be the first black person, uh, male, whatever, um, to voice a very popular non-black role in the anime industry. Okay. Um, awesome. And Zeno did it first. And I was like, 
now I know it's possible. You which can is, do it. Yeah. Representation is important because Absolutely. of that. Very important. Right? It's so important because I was like, oh, I, I like I was saying that and I was going to do it, but like now I know I can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that led to, you know, a, a, a guess more more eyes on me, but it didn't get me any real opportunities, I'd say. And then You're so, saying you weren't handed anything, you know what no, I mean? No, yeah. No, 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 yeah. no. Um, and so I was taking workshops more often and stuff like that, trying to get better because there is a limit to how much you can learn by yourself. Sure. Um, there absolutely is. Um, or but, through the YouTubes. Exactly. And I couldn't take any in-person classes. So I was like, well, I can take workshops. So I did. Um, and and again, back in the day, you had most of workshops happened in person. And I was sure. like, I can't, I can't pay for a yeah. $700 plane ticket to yeah, go take exactly. this $800 class for a day. So it wasn't feasible. But um, I had a bunch of savings from working at a grocery store for, you know, a little bit. And I took as many as I could. Um, grocery store back east? Yeah. Stop and shop? No. Big why? Price shopper. Price shopper. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's or so we call it price shopper. Price shopper. Price shopper. <laughs> uh, so I, I did that. Um, but there was, I wasn't booking anything other than other audiobooks because the audiobook that I read went on to be a New York Times bestseller. Um, and was that's huge. Like number yes. one. Audiobooks are, are exploded again. So, yeah. yeah. So th- there was that. And then, um, uh, what else did it lead to? I think it was like number one on the, um, oh, what's, uh, audio drama section of, yeah. not audio drama, um, audiobook section of Amazon and stuff oh, okay. like that. Yeah. So, Audible, stuff like yeah, that. And yeah, and it was it was, it was was half me and half uh, another a woman named uh, Jordan. Um, but They're very loyal. Like the Audible people. Oh, yeah. Everybody who hires in the audiobook are very loyal and they'll come back immediately and they'll be like, yeah. hey, we need we have another book for you. That's cool. Immediately. Yeah. I ended up doing seven, seven books that year. Wow. Yeah. But I didn't do, I didn't book anything else. I wasn't booking. And I was like, right. I am garbage. <laughs> I am went garbage. from, I'm the best. <laughs> I track. am so good at this right. to, wow, I'm terrible and I right. made a horrible mistake. Because during Welcome this, to the entertainment industry. Here I am. I love it. Here. Yep. <laughs> um, but throughout this whole time, I was like starting to get more and more known and everything like that and getting better opportunities, but I still wasn't booking anything. Um, and I think part of that has to do with the talent being better. Obviously, the better you get, the, the people around you are better sure. as well. I mean, it is what it is. Were you also doing social media stuff? Like you were mentioning social media in general <laughs> yes. as a part of your way into the community of other, mm-hmm. you know. the Yeah, kind of. I, I was I was writing my own. I was like, well, I have nothing to do um, and nobody's giving me. So I was like, I would write my own like little mini quote unquote skits. And then mm-hmm. I would, sure. you know, a minute or so long, I would post those online. They didn't blow up or anything, but that was my way of showing people. Um, but other than that, I was just interacting. I was just being like, when people would announce, oh, I'm voicing this character, I'd be like, congrats. Like, that's awesome. Right. I would try to be positive because sure. it's- um, You like put yourself into the community. In I did. Yeah. I did. And 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 again, not in slightly in a strategic way, but also like mostly I was just like, I want to be a positive voice. You showed up. True. Um, you know, I, I don't, I feel like there's a lot of negativity on, on social media. On no, social media. you know, I, it's crazy. No, uh, all positive stuff. I know. Happy people. Only recently. Pushing <laughs> towards other negative. happy people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I want to be a positive voice. So I was just interacting with my, my friends that I had gained and everything like that. But it still felt very rec- uh, reclusive. Sure. Because I'm, I, my bed, I get up, I have something to do. I, I have auditions. I, my Bed booth, bed booth. Yeah, and my, my room wasn't it's big. It's a very enclosed world. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but that's what I did. But I was, I got to a point where I was very depressed because I couldn't leave my house, and I was like, all of my work is in my room, and I was like, I was in a very dark place mm. for a little bit. Um, and then I was like, nobody's ever gonna. What's the point? I was like, nobody's gonna give me. But I still kept trying. And sure. I, was like, I was like, well, people that give up don't see any results. Yeah. So I was like, I'll just keep going. And you know whatever. who else that same thing happened to? Hmm. Every other actor. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just gotta keep going. It's true. Yeah. And the, I always I. The same advice I tell people, I tell myself. I was like, hey, whenever I had those dark moments where I'm like, I don't know if I like this. I was like, can I imagine doing anything else with my life? Nope. Okay, I'll keep doing it. There you go. Um, nice. That's actually healthy. Yeah. Yeah. That's you actually know? the healthy. Yeah. Yeah. But if I could, I'd be like, all right, it's time to hang it up for a little bit. You know, maybe not forever, but for a little bit. But I never got to that point. Yeah. I did. I mean, yeah. not with not with voiceover, but with on camera. Yeah. I got to the point where I just went, I'm not. I'm, I'm done I'm with just, this. And yeah. it's been 15, 15 years, 17 yeah. years. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. Sometimes. I just didn't want to do it anymore. I just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. So. Um, I, um, so then did you get an audition? Is it just like a regular, is that what happened? No. So workshops, uh, I was like, what? every, I was like tired of rules. I was tired of everybody being like, you have to do this, this, okay. this, you have to have a resume. Here's the I, order you have to follow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have a resume. 
but I knew I was good at commercial. I'm really actually thinking that this is going to be a really positive and important podcast episode for us because it is well it also shows the way it because this is this is a one path where it's like like a genuine path yeah exactly like we've talked to many people right like we're really lucky and privileged ourselves to be able to access eg daily or kevin conroy or like any of those people mm-hmm. who have been in it for decades yeah yeah but what we have not been able to really track is someone with not only your point of view your journey mm-hmm your goals, the mm-hmm. things that you wanted to and want to contribute to mm-hmm. the voiceover community yeah. in a big way. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, like how exactly you did it and didn't get discouraged. Because when we're at cons, I'm at like a loss when young people, younger than you, around your age, they come up to us and they're like, I have a great Daffy Docker. I have these great voices. Mm-hmm. And I and I love drawing and I love this. And I'm like, how do I do it? And we are like, well, you can take the online courses and you could do this, but like, it's hard to say, go for it, Mm because it's such a blanket statement. Yeah. Well, you're also potentially telling somebody who might not, I mean, here's the thing, at the end of the day, a lot of it, not all of it, but Mm -hmm. a lot of it comes down to talent. Yeah. So you could be telling somebody who unfortunately maybe doesn't have the talent that AJ does. Sure. Give up whatever you're doing and go for it. And it's kind of like, wow, that's not good advice because you can't sing. You can't really act. You can't. I mean, again, I I could want to be the best, the best pop star in the world. I can't sing. I just can't. Mm. So, you know, somebody, some singer, my favorite singer, it's telling me, hey, give up what what you're doing right now and become a singer would be really bad advice for me. I think that there is a difference. And then we should most definitely get back to your journey. Mm-hmm. But there is a difference between saying to somebody, give up, give up what you're, you know, give up everything that you're doing to make a living and go and, you know, achieve your dreams. And something like what Eiji said, where she was like, if you're a singer, sing, if that's yeah, what yeah. is making you happy. What 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 she means is like what you were doing. Yeah. Which is like if Find you a have a passion it. for it and you're educating yourself and you're putting yourself on the it's hard. It's hard. There's a it fine is. There's, line. Do you William, see? Well, William Daniels, who played Mr. Feeney on Boy Meets World, would always tell us the same thing. We'd always say, what, what's the best advice you could give a young actor? And he always said the same thing. He said, actors act. Yeah. So he said, that means if you're with your family and they don't know what to do, you stand up in front of them and you act. Uh-huh. He goes, if you're in a mall and you don't know what to do, you act. He goes, actors act. You take whatever opportunity you have to do the thing you love. Whatever it is, I don't care how small it is. I don't care if you're in a shopping mall. I don't care. You take that opportunity and you do it. Well, and AJ, so, AJ, you are exactly that. And yeah, I've never, exactly. I don't but think also I've ever seen making the opportunity happen right. yeah. is the thing. I, I, I tell, and to speak on on that, like the talent thing, I still tell, I'm like, now that I have, again, not a huge following, but I'm more and more people are following me. And I always say to other voice actors that are starting, you may never get to the point where I am. That's true. And, and it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I accepted that fact when I was starting. I was like, I may never be Troy Baker. I may never be insert person here, um, but I like doing this. Yeah. Um, and I might have to work a normal job. I yeah. might have to work three jobs. I'll but never be Eric Bowser. Yeah. You know, I just it's, won't. It's just, I, I can I'll only... never be. Need you daily. No, <laughs> I mean again, we. It's, but I'm my own thing. Do you see yeah, what I'm saying right, right. too? And We've there's value in that. That's exactly. the thing. We've and got our own okay. paths. That's the thing. Right. It's just as long as you are fulfilling that part of it, life's too short. And just right. do what you want. If you're yeah. happy, that's what it, that's what yeah. it's about. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry, we interrupted you. No, you're fine. I um, still want to know how you how you got the, the, you got there. Takamichi and almost almost, <laughs> almost he's getting almost, there. I'm really close actually. So those workshops again. I was like, I'm tired of rules. And everybody says, you have to cold email. You have to send. I was like, I'm, what's the best way? I feel like people that are agents want to make money. And I feel like if I'm good enough to make the money, they won't care about my resume. Uh, they'll just want me. So I was like, well, how can I do that? I was You're like, well. You're assuming the industry is about money. It's not. <laughs> You're crazy thinking oh. agents want to make money. <laughs> crazy. They're, so, they're there for you. Yes, you they're love there to you represent you. Me and, you, know, <laughs> you um, but, you know, I was like, what can I do? Uh, well, there's agency workshops where you can go and you can, you know, interact with an agent and, and figure out what they look for when they're. And I was like, well, uh, I haven't booked anything in seven months. So this is, I, I don't know what else to do. And I was like, I, I also know I'm good enough. So I was like, 
you know what, let me take an agency workshop. So I looked up agencies. Um, I mean, I've already knew what the agencies were, but I was like, what agencies are doing workshops right now? And at the time, Abrams uh, Artist Agency, A3, A3. Uh, A3. Was, was doing a workshop. And I took that workshop. And I was like, you know what, I could, I think what better way to prove to an agent that I'm ready than to knock their socks off in front of 10 other people that are also trying to get their attention sure. in front of them, sure. uh, people, someone I've never interacted with, and a huge opportunity, whatever, or maybe I don't go off, maybe I don't go crazy, and maybe I just learn something new. So I went there, and it was a commercial workshop, and I just so happened to be good uh, at commercial, and I was like, you know what? But that's what is- you started at. Yeah, I mean- To make money. Do you well, remember? Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> of course. See, I'm tracking. Every- <laughs> I love how you ask him if he remembers his own life. <laughs> Remember, you remember? remember when you did that in your life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, do you yeah. remember what you said? I don't know. <laughs> I'm the best podcast host you ever. You are the, the best, the greatest. Uh, <laughs> you are absolutely entertaining. We'll give you that every step of the way. Um, but I took the workshop and I, um, at, during it, I was like, you know, can we reach out to, because some of them say we don't take unsolicited emails. And they were like, uh, sh- yeah, you go, go and reach out. It's just like it's for legality reasons. Sometimes they put that sure. there, but you know, reach out. What it, it couldn't hurt. And I was like, you know what? That just gave me enough to do that because I don't care. I'm, I'm I I think a lot of my peers um, that I love dearly are too afraid. Sure, to yeah, out there. I'm like, by the by rules. Fear. I'm like, the worst thing that you can do is like be very cordial, and they'll be sure. like, I don't want you, and then they won't respond to your email. Sure. I, like you'll be okay. Yeah. Um, so that was like, oh, all right, no unsolicited emails. You say that's okay. I'm going to message every single national agency in this country and I'm going to, you know, put myself out there. Sure. So of, and also A3, because I was like, I know you like me yeah. because you were telling me I was doing very good. Okay. You weren't saying that with everybody. So I was like, I'm going to reach out to you also. Also, what do you like when, you know, when people are emailing you? What do you like to see? He's like, oh, bullet points. I was like, awesome. Uh, so <laughs> I did it the exact way that she, th- she said to. Um, and I reached out to her and everyone else. But the only people that got back to me five days later were her and Vox. Okay. I, and, and it was the same day within an hour of each other. <laughs> and pre- an hour before I got any of those emails, I was talking to my friend. and I was like, why won't anybody give me a chance? And I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, please. I'm so sick of this. And then I got an email from, in Vox, and we were like, we want you. And I was like, what? And I started screaming. I was running around my house. I was like, ah, yeah. And so that happened, and then I was right around to sign. They were already sending me auditions. Like, it was right. within oh, an yeah. hour. It was yeah, crazy. It happened. Oh, yeah. I was like, I was you like, got to oh. be ready, and yeah. you were. And, I, and then I was like, oh, this is my last opportunity. Nobody's ever going to want me again. I have to take it. So I was like, yeah, I'll sign the paperwork right now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and Abrams got back to me as I'm doing that. Oh, okay. And I was like, um, but ultimately, I ended up going with Vox. Um, Vox is great. Vox is wonderful. But <laughs> you're not with Vox I'm anymore. Not with Vox. No, there's a lot of great VO agents out there. They, I, I, Some are better than others, but really? there are I've yeah, liked yeah. Every Some are agent definitely better than in, others. No, there are great ones out. There are a lot of great ones out there, but some are definitely better than others. Yeah, and, and I was. I've uh, been repped by so many different yeah. VO. I've been repped by CESD. I've been repped by Vox. I, who am I repped by now? I don't know. <laughs> A3? I was repped by William Morris. I thought, oh, yeah, I think before I still they, am repped by William. Am I know I'm in a, I'm with A3. <laughs> Who where which I've one? been repped by a lot of different voiceover <laughs> and they are all awesome. Yeah, no. I mean, it was yeah. a good I, I talked, I remember joining and I was like, listen, what what's not gonna happen? Because I was like, I'm the talent. I will tell you what I expect from you guys and I will do everything that you ask me. Cool. But here's what I expect. Um, I am not going to be put in a box of blackness. Um, I want yes. to do more than that. Sure. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, I was like, I, I messaged uh, to the president of, you know, he oh. also does commercial and stuff. Yeah. But I was like, hey, listen, and not in a gr- an aggressive no, way. I was just like, no. here, um, I am more than happy to do whatever you send me. But um, if I start to get more of these kinds of size than anything else, when I know there's more, I will take notice of that. And sure. I won't like that very much. Wow, good um, and, for you. And he was very nice. And he was cool. like, yeah, we absolutely expect that. And I appreciate you coming forward and saying that. And I was yep. like, awesome. I'm glad we're on the same page. Um, and then I had my meeting. Then I started with them. And long story short, I eventually just got to a point where I was like, I, 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 I don't know if this is the best fit for me. Okay. Um, and I was like, what's the best way to find another job when you already got one? Um, so I was with I was with Vox already, and I was like, and Anaris at this time had acquired uh, uh, representation from CESD, um, and I was, you know, she was like, well, why don't I just recommend you to my agent Sam? 
uh, and I love Sam to death. Uh, and he he's gave the worst, <laughs> terrible human being. Um, unlike Mary Elizabeth, exactly, exactly, exactly. For um, the record, I have been with CESD for twenty two, really? twenty three years. Yeah. So wow, yeah, I, I, they're my, my, my only voiceover reps. Really? Yep. Ever since the beginning. Since the beginning. Wow. Yep. That's crazy. Since right after Kim Possible, Batman. Be I'd had Batman Beyond and Kim Possible already. Right. And then I went. I'm not repped voiceover. I should probably get a voiceover. You weren't repped. No. So how would they be, find you yeah. for KP? Well, I was on Boy Meets World. Yeah, Boy Meets so World. I was a Disney kid, you know, so they yeah. they kind of like to keep stuff in the family there. And and Batman Beyond was just because um, Bruce Timm's wife was a Boy Meets World fan. Wow. So it was after I did those two shows that I went into CESD, and I was like, hey, shit. Because Jason, my best friend Jason Marsden mm -hmm. was with CESD at the time, and he's mm -hmm. like, I think so I think you should okay. come in. He was Max in the Goofy movie, and yes. uh, yeah, he's been he's been everything. Mm. Um, he was um, Binks. Yeah, he was Binks in, mm. um, in uh, Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Yeah. And, wow. And so I, Hocus yeah. Pocus. And so, yeah, I, he said, you got to come in and meet my agency. And they've been, they've been great for me. Wonderful. So I was, yeah. They're, 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 my, they're my faves. And um, you're there. And you're happy. I, I'm there. Well, yeah, I, I joined CESD and um, it was kind of off the races. Slightly before I joined CESD, I had sent all of my um, emails out to all the anime studios, which is leading to anime, because I've always wanted to do anime. And that was my main goal on Twitter and in general was getting anime, because anime is kind of like step above the amateur it's becoming it's becoming way more way, more way more mainstream it's crazy I mean, it's way more mainstream but that was like the step and then i was like what better way to get recognition than anime there's nothing else in the world like okay. even western cartoons unless you're in the most popular cartoon around mm -hmm. um you just it's not the popularity isn't there sure um at least on social media and um so i was sending out to all the anime studios studiopolis was the only one to come back to me um for a show called jujutsu kaisen mm -hmm. which is uh was probably the biggest show for anime last year mm -hmm. um and studiopolis is great by the yeah, way yeah and i love them yeah. um and but they were the only ones to get back to me um and with that audition and i did <laughs> i did all of i auditioned for every single male character Blew my voice out doing Ugh. it, which was not the best because yeah. even if I was cast, I wouldn't have been able to do it because sure. of how quick anime moves. Yeah. So pretty much got that anime opportunity, uh, but nothing came out of it. Um, but they knew who I was. I joined CESD. I got the audition for Tokyo Avengers, which is through Studiopolis. I yep. booked that. I also booked another lead character in a different show for Funimation in Texas at the same time. Those you know were were huge. Um, yeah. And then right after that, I, I started getting you know I got my first pilot uh for an animated show uh that i did last year and now i'm the main character on a on an animated show that hasn't uh quite been can't NDA, really talk about yet of course it's 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 you know guarantee is gonna have a couple seasons and everything like that and it's a it's a big it's a big thing so i'm very lucky to be where i am now. there you go That's well congratulations Yay. talk about making it happen for yourself essentially. yeah i mean, I mean it's, it's iconic it's yeah. amazing. I can't yeah. wait to see what you're going to do. But I also, we like to have fun. We like yes. to joke. Fun is we good. like to do things. Eh. Absolutely. Eh. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I like to have some fun. So we have something Fun's very okay. cool. And uh, he usually does a spiel. So I'll, so take it I'll give time. you my spiel here. So no, wait. We, I thought I was going to do the spiel. Oh, oh, you said you're going to do the spiel? A spiel away. Spiel. spiel. Listen, we're doing something fun here on I Hear Is that Voices. how you're going to do it? I'm curious. Is that how you're going to do it? No, go ahead. No, it's okay. What do they what do they call that? You can just do this for six hours on ASMR. TikTok. ASMR. 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 Yeah. Oh gosh, just <laughs> I'm into it. Oh. I'm you into are? It. Yeah. Wow. What? Don't I'm, judge. Don't I'm judge. Judging a little bit. Slightly. I'm into the ASMR. Okay. <laughs> Basically, we're gonna do this fun thing. It's gonna right. be interactive. Eventually, uh, on my social media, I posted something before we started filming, and I was like, "Hey guys, please send in." You know, your kids, or if you're a fan of animation, send in like a drawing, mm. you know, of a character that you would like to get voiced by an amazing, talented so person. Cute. So eventually what we're going to have is we're going to have a big screen here and the kids are actually going to be able to talk to their favorite voiceover actors and then show the, the, the stuff that they've drawn and then their favorite voiceover actors wow. will be able to put a voice to it. But since we don't have the screen yet, we do have some artwork here. And so if you don't mind, we're going to randomly pick from some of the ones we have here and see if you can put a voice or two okay, yeah, cool. together to the character you want to, are you gonna do your fan out? What, yeah. You your fan out? Yeah. And I just yeah. randomly pick? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then we'll see at the, if you see on the top of the, uh, uh, the top of the picture should be the age and the name of the person who did it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes there's a backstory and sometimes there's not. And they just, wow. They and you here. are going to voice it. Okay. You are gonna do great. If we ever I'll get try. it fanned out. I'll try. We call this the really this long fan out show. The most nerve wracking thing I've ever done in my you life. Yeah, you can no, just hand him things. things. You don't. Go. Okay, I'll, I'll, and just one. What are the, what, let's do two. Okay, sure. That's this one, 
and this one. All right. Who do we have here? What do we got? Aww. <laughs> Sorry, here you go. Okay, it's a kid. Okay. Who is this? Let's who did see. this one? It's like like a unikitty, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Audrey. Audrey. <laughs> Aubrey? Aubrey? Aubrey. Aubrey. <laughs> <laughs> and you sung it with such gusto. <laughs> Carol! <B> it's Martha. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the B looked like a D when I was looking through and the paper. Do we know how old? She's 12. Aubrey is? Okay, uh -huh. so Aubrey is 12. And she drew a unikitty. A unikitty. Yeah, what should unikitty. we name the character? Is the character already named? So what we've been saying with the characters with no backstory that haven't been named is we name them after the artist. So that's Aubrey the unikitty. Aubrey yeah. the unikitty. And she, and is that how you is that is, yeah. so they, is that how you do it? Sleeping. <laughs> oh, beautiful dreams. <laughs> oh, gumdrops and rainbows. That's what I see. There you go. Perfect. Well, that works like a charm. <laughs> Aubrey the Unikitty has wow, been named. Wow, Aubrey, I want to snuggle. Aubrey the Unikitty. That's and then so this cute. one is That's from really Sam. great. Sam is the Sam. is the artist that um and the illustrator that. Did, Did our, our wonderful logo. set here? No way! In our parents' basement. This is a no. This is amazing. A lot though. of people don't know we are in our parents' basement right now because yeah. we went. That and got seems a full on brand. Four-year scholarship. <laughs> yeah, that worked actually. Four-year college. That actually took me twelve years to finish my degree. <laughs> I've been kidnapped. I'm actually. I haven't been right. <laughs> yeah. Blink twice. Yeah. Um, so uh, we, we, you can name this one whatever you want, and I think can we show. Can we show it to the camera again here? Oh, here. We've, we're back. We've got a lot of cats and a lot of fishes, which we yes, like. Yes. Um, and and this actually gives me ASMR vibes, like one? like you know, because this is like her her peril. Oh, please peril. please do an ASMR fish. Okay, ASMR fish. What is an ASMR fish? You'll see. Uh, I'll I'll do I'll I'll do some singing to my ASMR uh, my my pearl. Hush, little baby, don't you cry. You're gonna grow up to survive. <laughs> 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 I have no idea what you would be saying to her, Pearl. Wow. But probably, probably whispering them sweet nothings and telling them that it's going to be okay. Like Nemo, except it wasn't really okay in Nemo. <clears throat> sweet little baby, you are the most precious thing I have in my life, and I hope you grow up to be even more precious as time goes on, and I love you so much. That made no sense. No, it's actually, it's I thought it was okay. perfect. It's and I perfect. totally would cast you as this fish. Really? You were? Yeah. Got, my audition would have been so I don't know. I, I feel like both I feel your like characters, that. AJ. Really? It really Thank did. You. Yes. You my have personal such favorite a was dynamic this one. voice. Yeah. Now do them anime. Oh. Oh, okay. Let's do them anime. <laughs> now then. do them anime? Really, it all, all anime is is just super breathy all yeah. the time. So, sure. <clears throat> little baby, you're going to be the most greatest little pearly ever. And don't you think twice about it. And this one, the favorite, this one's so Aubrey's. <laughs> I feel like in anime, this would actually be the most aggressive. Character. Oh, it, it, it would be yeah. absolutely. You better not wake me up! How dare you! I'm sleeping here. Yeah, there I you go. Yes. Thank you so Thank you. much for coming. This has been a blast this has getting been to know you and Thank your you. journey. I, well, that's the thing. I've got to be totally honest with you. I thought this is one of the things I love about this show. I thought this entire episode was going to go a completely different way. I thought we were going to talk about anime the entire time. <laughs> and it wasn't about that at all. It was about the actually getting a, a legitimate answer to the question of how do I get here? Yeah. How do I get here at, from where I was before, which is a place that had nothing to do with the industry, a mm -hmm. place that really wasn't surrounded by anything to do with the industry, and I knew what I wanted to do. Now, how do I get to where I want to be? And you came in and you just answered that question. Yeah, super long-winded, but pretty much the gist is just work really well, hard. Any any journey's long. Yeah. Any any journey worth its while is long. I mean, True. It's, it's, so I, that's I'm here. It's really impressive. You're here and You're you live here, here now in the yes. warmth. It's crazy. I I can't believe it still. Uh, but I'm I'm here. <laughs> well, we're, we're here for you too. Thank if you. you ever need anything or any guidance, please please do. I appreciate it. That is so thank awesome. You. AJ Beckles, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much we for having me. It. Bye. And don't forget they say youth is wasted on the young. Go prove them wrong. Thanks everybody. I Hear Voices is hosted by Will Friedle and Christy Carlson Romano. Produced by Elizabeth Joy Windham and executive produced by Brendan Rooney and Will Friedle. Our sound engineer and editor is Elizabeth Joy Windham. And our video editor is Eduardo Gamba. And that was my announcer voice.
Some side effects of listening to I Hear Voices are sore abs from hilarity, falling down the cocoa melon rabbit hole, sneezing due to mass nostalgia, and hugs. Follow I Hear Voices wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of the amazing voices. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at I Hear Voices Podcast. To see the video stream, subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can also check us out on MySpace, Omegle, Vine, LimeWire, AAM, and Napster. Okay, Will, let's teach you about the internet. The what? (laughs) 